Ooh la la wee wee. Freaky fresh, freaky free. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight on R&B with Creamy G, I'm going to do something different to what I've been normally doing on my show. I'm going to focus on a producer for the next hour. Uh, the producer's name is Rodney Jenkins. Sorry, Rodney Jerkins. <laughs> Mistook the R for an N. I always thought his name was Rodney Jenkins. Wow, how'd you know? <laughs> How'd you see that? All right, Rodney Jerkins. Check it. Um, you may not know his name, but you may have definitely, you definitely have heard his uh, productions. He also goes by the name of Dark Child. Now, anyone who listened to R&B in the early 2000s definitely heard, at the beginning of a lot of popular, like uber popular R&B pop hits on the radios and in the clubs, definitely heard the phrase Dark Child Na Na. Um, it's it's the start of uh, a track that I'm going to play soon. Everyone will know it off the bat. Um, this guy was phenomenal. He uh, He's 43 years of age now. He was born in 77. He grew up in an uh, evangelical family um, in, the, in the 80s. Basically, he grew up with a father who was um, the pianist for uh, the church, his local church, and his mother is also very uh, musical. Cut to around 13 years of age. He's always been jamming on the piano. Um, around, sorry, at age 14, he was mentored by Teddy Riley. Now, if you don't know Teddy Riley, he was uh, the guy behind uh, a lot of other R&B hits, including Keith Sweat, Bobby Brown, Michael Jackson, Dougie Fresh, uh, Heavy D and the Boys. Like this, Teddy Riley was was huge. He's one of the guys behind um, Black Street. Uh, anyway, so he was he was huge. So this guy was his mentor at 14 years of age as an aspiring producer. Um, so if you had hit up his Wikipedia page, um, this guy is just like driven from 14, right? He did not accept a contract from Teddy Riley to work with the producer. He just sort of hung out with him as a mentor. Um, he had an aspiration to build an empire without support from people like Teddy Riley. He was also offered a chance to work at Bad Boy Records, declined, P. Diddy in like... So, 90s, he would have been coming up. P. Diddy would have been there with, with uh, Bad Boy Records, with uh, Puff, uh, sorry, Biggie Smalls and everything. Decline that. He's like, no, nah, I'm going to do my own thing. I'm going to build an empire. 16, approached by James, uh, James Jones, formerly of Uptown Records. Um, denied that. And then, eventually, he moved in to a New Jersey um, studio to work with Patti LaBelle. That was one of his first sessions. So he started, like, he's just beelined straight to the old school. Patti LaBelle was a huge, um, they call her the, the godmother of soul. Anyway, so here's this guy. He's driven. And then come to 2000s, he just hits the, the sound waves with a storm. And I'm basically going gonna, gonna to play the first track that everyone would know off the bat. Um, huge track. Even now, when it's played in Grape and Cargo and everywhere else, everyone is just like straight to the floor. They're probably actually quite sick of it by now, hopefully, because it got slammed on the radio. Here it is. Uh, it doesn't even need an introduction. Squeaky chair. Squeaky chair. Dark John, nah, nah. Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you. Say, baby, I love you. You ain't running game. Say my name, say my name. You acting kind of shady. Calling me baby, why the sudden change? Say my name, say my name. If no one is around you, say baby, I love you. If you ain't running game, say my name. 
calling me baby Better say my name Same other day I would call, you would say Baby, how's your day? But today, ain't it the same? Every other word is a huh, yeah, okay Could it be that you are at the crib with another lady? If you took it there, first of all, let me say I am not the one to sit around and be played So prove yourself to me that you claim Why don't you say the things That you said to me yesterday I know you said that I was doing things Something's going down, that's the way it seems Shouldn't be the reason why you're acting strange Nobody's holding you back from me I know how you used to do When well, you're saying everything to me times two
mean... Thou shall know she can't love you. The production quality on that is insane. Um, man who knows what he's doing in this studio, that's for sure. Um, just want to talk a bit about his production style. So, trying to do two things. Let me move this around. He's got that um, that guitar sort of twangy riff, and his beats are. I think it defined the early two thousands of hip hop, uh, not hip hop, R and B and pop. Had that kind of erratic, like um, quite fast and slow sort of beats. You can hear it in. I'm going to play this track just a little bit. It's uh, Whitney Houston, if I told you that. And it's, I think it's, I didn't really know this track very well um, when I was going through some of his songs. But you can just, I'm going to play it on and quiet in the background. Those, uh, what are they called, the chimes in the background? Signature tune of thing of this. I mean, already there it sounds like... Um, the Boy's Mine by Monica and Brandy. The strings in the background. The piano loop. And Rock My World, Michael Jackson. The piano loop is there as well. The drum beats a little bit. That's definitely Rock My World. Which I'll play next, actually. So... He's got a signature style, but then he also flips it up uh, when he does things for Brandy, like uh, What About Us? He tried to bring in this, I think it was around 2005, he tried to bring in this um, almost an electro style of beats to his production. Um, what, what I'll do now is play You Rock My World, which is a phenomenal tune, um, one that was huge in the clubs. It brought Michael Jackson away from the... I don't know, I think it brought him into the club genre of the early 2000s because um, I, I remember playing that and just, it was huge. It was almost like the beat it of, oh, sorry, the Billie Jean of early 2000s. Um, let's drop let's drop that now. If, 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 if I can find it. Uh, prior preparation prevents piss poor performance, guys. Remember that. All right, so let's check out the production on this one. I'm going to let it play. Oh, what an intro. Just listen up for his, his sounds and his style. Goodness gracious. Oh, that girl fine, man. Look at the... Oh, she's just too fine. She knows she's fine, too. She is banging. Oh, she's off the hook. She looks good. <laughs> You're right. Uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. I bet you can't nobody get that girl. Chris, I can get her. Can't get in that girl, Mike. I guarantee you can't get that girl. Watch me get that girl. I bet you never, never land. You can't. I can get her. All right, jump on in. Jump on. Watch.
never be the same Cause girl you came and changed The way I want, the way I don't I cannot explain The things I feel for you But girl you know it's true I'll stay with you, I feel my dreams And I'll be all you need
Oofty, ooft, ooft, ooft. What a tune. I freaking love that song. That is such a good song. Hope that's got you a little bit perked up and in the mood. Um, that right there is Rodney Jenkins on uh, playing all the instruments. Well, Michael Jackson and Rodney Jenkins playing all the instruments according to the internet. And the internet does not lie, people. Never lies. Always believe everything on the internet. So back to a little bit about Rodney Jerkins. Probably said Jenkins many times already. I just always assumed it was Jenkins. Um, I think I'm dyslexic. Who knows? Uh, so let me just run through a list of people this dude has produced for and made music with. Spice Girls. Yes, he did their track Holler, um, which sounds very different to a lot of their stuff. But in the world of pop, that's what these... I don't know if anyone, if I'm about to blow people's minds or not. I hope not. I hope everyone realizes pop stars do not... And then 90% of the time, do not make their own music. They buy tracks, buy songwriters. People like Rodney Jerkins. Um, so Spice Girls did Holler, Brandy, Mary J. Blige, Janet Jackson, Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, Destiny's Child, The Pussycat Dolls, Monica, Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, Tony Braxton, TLC, Britney Spears, Ludacris, Ciara, Lady Gaga, Justin Bieber. Uh, the list goes on. He did a kind of like a cover of Stay With Me by Sam Smith which was, I think, 2014, which went on to win him a Grammy for song uh, Record of the Year. He's still quite current. Uh, he's still producing stuff uh, for, I think, Migos, is it? I'm not down with what the kids are listening to these days. Anyway, getting back to early 2000s, he did a tune for a lady, uh, and it basically ushered her into being the worldwide success i'm pretty sure that was the first time i'd ever heard of her as a singer and i think as an actress i'm gonna play it now because when this song and film clip came out i was like damn who is this she goes by the name of jennifer lopez production by dark child nana the boy rodney jacobs
I'd comfort you, Jayla. Um, sorry, it's terrible. So that was uh, that was a huge hit when that came out, um, and I think that established JLo as a pop um, pop icon sort of thing. Well, not icon, but pop. Ro- I don't know the word I'm looking for. Established her as a established singer. Words this evening are great. So we're talking about Rodney Jerkins here on Edge Radio with R&B with Creamy G. Tonight I'm discussing Ronnie Jerkins, a.k.a. Dark Child, a calling a super producer from the early 2000s who dominated the airwaves and club speakers um, in the genre of R&B and pop. Um, <clears throat> went through a list of, of musicians he's worked with, Pussycat Dolls, uh, Destiny's Child. He also worked with Britney Spears. He also worked with Black Eyed Peas, uh, Beyonce, as I'd mentioned, Lady Gaga, Whitney Houston, Natasha Bendingfield, Mary J. Blige, uh, Kanye West, Katy Perry, Nelly Furtado, Justin Bieber, Brian McKnight. Just a very uh, versatile and eclectic producer and musician. For me personally, I was I was listening to some songs. I was like, oh, I love this song, I love this song. And I put them together and I was like, man, they all kind of sound similar. They must have, yeah, I realized they were all done by... Actually, I think... Back in the day, me and my friends used to, you know, obviously listen to all these tunes, and we always used to be like, who the hell is this dark child na-na? Like, in every track that he produces, he, he put his name. And no one knew at the time. I mean, we didn't really have Google that, like we do now. We just, you know, bump along to these tunes. We're like, who the hell is this dark child? And as we got older, we're like, man, who is this dark child? So I checked it out, and uh, it's, yeah, Rodney Jerkins. All right, next up, we're going to show you is... Um, I talked earlier about him mixing it up and playing or introducing a little bit of electronica vibes to his productions. Look, it's not electronica in the in the form of, um, you know, what something like Radiohead might have done. Um, it's, it's an electronic version of a pop kind of stuff. So it's still hip, it's still R&B, but it's got that kind of, I guess the, I don't know. It, was, it happened a lot in the early two thousands, sort of R and B. Um, I think Janet Jackson started doing it as well, where she tried to get a little bit housey, and they just kind of put robot sounds over their production to make it sound like this. Yeah, we're in the future. We're going to make this electronic pop sort of stuff, and it just now it's cringy as hell. But at the time, it was like we didn't. I don't know. I remember listening to it, going, "Yeah, I like this," but why does it sound so weird? Um. All right, this is What About Us by Brandy, and it's kind of the sound I'm talking about. Wait, let me, let me just start that again. Can you hear those radio, the robot bits? Why don't you return my calls? Why you trip out where I be? You don't ever come to see me. You say that you're too busy. What the hell? I don't have time. Why you messing with my mind? I can't find another guy. Someone who will treat me right. I don't need this bullshit. I won't put up with it any longer. Pity, I will be just fine if you decide that you want to leave. Oh, uh, don't 
Cause your counterfeit I see I don't need this bullshit I won't put up with it Any longer You can go if you want I don't need your pity I will be just fine you decide Do you want to leave Close the door behind you tune i used to love that track uh, a lot of vibes a lot of energy on the dance floor in the clubs um yeah but see how it had that kind of electronic uh, sound it wasn't essentially the the, the the genre of electronica but he had electric electronic sounds in the track to make it sound that futuristic style anywho enough about that let's uh kick on another track that was huge uh I don't know. Look, this guy just did fire on everything he did. Um, started. We we'll hit off with another Destiny's Child track. I hope a lot of anyone listening is like, "Wow, that was him! Wow, that was him!" Like this, yeah, super producer. Some sometimes in life, there's producers and musicians that are just they just hit with a lot of fire, and this guy was one of them. Hit me.
tune. Big tune. Love those. Uh, what do they call them? The big band sort of drums. Uh, Routes. What an epic, epic vibe. Almost slipped up there. Almost saw. Um, that was Lose My Breath by Destiny's Child. Big power track. Big energy. Uh, what I was talking about before about pop stars writing songs and, you know, uh, ghost writers writing their tracks and selling them and stuff. Obviously, not everyone. I know that. Michael Jackson, I mean, him and Quincy Jones, their relationship, there's many videos of Michael Jackson beatboxing the tune. So he wasn't a producer himself. He was a singer um, and like just music embodied that person. But Quincy Jones was his producer and songwriter as well. And there was many other songwriters in the studios at the time that he would produce with. Um, it's actually, there's a really good, um, I think it's a YouTube video on the history of Quincy Jones and Michael Jackson producing together and, the, and this, the guitarists and the bass players, these were like legendary, quiet, silent musicians in the background that would make these powerhouse songs for these uh, these artists. But generally, the artist, in Michael Jackson's case, would come up with the sounds in his head and beatbox them to, to show what he wanted to, to the song to sound like. And Quincy would be like, yeah, I can do that, and, and you know, smash it out. And here, this guy would play the guitar, and this guy would play the bass and bring it all together. Not just one person. Much like Sia, everyone knows Sia with Chandelier and stuff. She was a quiet, silent Australian somewhere in Australia, um, writing songs and selling them, and just selling them off as hits. And everyone was she was making them for everyone. And then she, I guess somewhere along the line, she chose to um, just keep them for them for herself and just make them herself. Ronnie Jerkins was one of these people that were writing the songs and producing them. Um, and not often just by himself, like in the case of Lose My Breath, there were many other producers and writers in the studio at the time, but he was one of the driving forces uh, behind the, the desk that would make it all happen. Another hit uh, for Beyonce from Destiny's Child, uh, right here, right now, with Deja Vu featuring Jay-Z. Uh, yeah, let's, let's check it out. Bass. Uh. Hi. Uh. 808. Uh. J. Uh huh. Ready? Uh huh. Let's go get him. Uh huh. Come on. I used to run bass like Juan Pierre. Now I run the bass hi hat in the snare. I used to bag girls like Perkin bags. Now back B. Boy, you hurting that? Brooklyn Bay, where they birthed me at. Now be everywhere the nerve of rap. The audacity to have me with them curtains back. Me and B, she about to sting and stand back. Baby, seem like everywhere I go, I see you. From your eyes, I smile. It's like I breathe you. Helplessly, I reminisce, don't want to compare nobody to you. Everything I see is 
flow so unusual Baby girl, you should already know it's H-O Light up the throw, cause you gon' need help Try to study my bounce flow, flow What's the difference? One you taking vein while the other you sniffing It's still dope, po-po, try to convict them That's a no-go, my dough keep the scales tipping like foe like I'm from the H-O-U-S-T-O-N Blow, win, so Chicago of him Is he the best ever? That's the argument I don't make the list, don't be mad at me I just make the hits like a factory I'm just one to one, nothing after me No deja vu, just me and my own Baby, I can't go anywhere Without thinking that you're there Seems like you're everywhere, it's true Gotta be having deja vu Look at my mind, I want you here Get on my neck That was huge. That used to go nuts in the club. Um, Deja Vu featuring Jay-Z with a Beyonce. Big tune. Big tune. Coolio. Uh, so, got about 20 minutes left here on this little radio jam where you're on R&B with Creamy G at Edge Radio. We're here tonight I'm discussing the... showcasing the biggest tunes of Rodney Jerkins, a.k.a. Dark Child. Nah, nah. He uh, was an early 2000s, well, he hit the scene in early 2000s, making massive tracks for a lot of the pop and uh, R&B stars of the time. Next up, we got one by the Brandy and Monica. This try, I think I played this one a couple of times already on these shows, but it's a very good tune, and it also showcases uh, Dark Child's production style very well um, with the strings and the piano and the beautiful um, production qualities on the vocals. Here we are, the boy is mine, Brandy and Monica. The boy is mine, the boy is mine, the boy is mine, the boy is mine, the boy is mine.
just see why this guy like was a super uber producer he was just banging out hits man this guy everything he touched was just really good songs really really good songs um so he he worked with michael jackson a bit actually on his um invincible album he smashed out three tracks unbreakable heartbreaker and invincible um he also worked on escape the actual title track from the album which was posthumous after his death he's he's just yeah i'm not going to ramble on and on about what he's done and how much he's he's produced but for me he's around that time he's one of the most um, prolific and standout producers of the era like he he really sculpted the sound of just for the the breadth of artists names that were quite prominent at that time and were quite big he he produced a lot of their tracks at the time that were you know that were getting them a lot of radio play and a lot of popularity and celebrityism from it so yeah i think he's he's someone to be recognized and you know, everyone kind of knows dark child it's just dark child nah nah all right let's check out one of these tracks um here we got Heartbreaker by Michael Jackson off his Invincible album. I'm just going to pause it there. You can hear, I'm going to start that again. And what I was talking about earlier about Michael Jackson's uh, beatboxing to make a track. If you listen carefully, you can hear him going... You can hear his little, and that's generally how he made his beats or came up and previewed the beats to the producer. So just listen in when you're, uh, try and focus in on the actual, the actual track. And you can hear him. Oh, it's so good.
when you're dealing with a stranger. I can't change her now. Your heart burner won't place, then you'll see. It won't heal from Pepsi, they see. Ball heart player, she a star player. I need Liz Cracker, I ain't seen a heartbreaker. Come on. that song that is um that's got a really nice energy about it so if you check out the production uh sorry the wikipedia about the production on that track um michael jackson does an interview and he talks about wanting to go in a new direction with his uh album the invincible album which was the last album he released before his death um he he said he described uh, a new direction is edgier and a lot of people would actually go to jerkins aka dark child for that edgier sound uh, janet jackson did it as i mentioned before um uh, brandy did it michael jackson did it so he had this this i guess they they knew they wanted this energy this clean production sound that would give them a hit and i don't know no one's michael jackson couldn't really get hits as big as his earlier stuff but still really good songs um, all right, five minutes left. I'm going to hit uh, one more track. These are these are songs that I'm playing that I liked back in the day and I used to play and I know that they were good songs because the crowds were eating them up. So these are... I can really hear my breathing in this. I need to sort of step back and pr produce more of a sound out of my vocals. Um... <laughs> Sorry, uh, so right here, we're going to play a track that I enjoyed. It's a good tune. 
He Wasn't Man Enough by Tony Braxton. I don't know if you noticed, a lot of these songs are uh, female vocalists. He's, his track list, his production list is mostly just women singers. Um, you often find that guys, male producers, have just a, a slew of uh, big hits for women. Um, which is good, which is a great thing. Him, yeah, Mary J. Blige had a lot of hits with her. Uh, Whitney Houston, um, obviously Beyonce, Jennifer Lopez, etc., etc. All right, guys and girls, thank you for listening. Um, it's gonna t- this track's gonna take us out to the end of the thing, end of the show. Tonight on Edge Radio has been a deep dive into Rodney Jerkins, aka Dark Child's production history and the tracks that uh, he made quite big. Thanks for tuning in to R&B with Creamy G. Next Thursday night, same time again, 8pm, hitting up a different producer. Hope you have a lovely time, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Bye. Dark child. There it is, Dark child.
Hi, it's me again. <laughs> I've actually got um, a few more minutes here to talk. Um, I mentioned before, I think he produced with Migos. He never produced with Migos. It was uh, French Montana that I was thinking of. Um, they did a collaboration with Chromio and Steph, Steph Don. Anywho, uh, one more track that I'm going to play is Escape. Escape by Michael Jackson. Big bass. Thanks for tuning in. Catch you next week.